And now, story time with Mr. Black. A mouse looking through a hole in the wall sees the farmer and his wife open a package. He was mortified to see it was a mousetrap. In panic, he ran to the patio to warn everyone, there's a mousetrap in the house. There's a mousetrap in the house. The first animal he comes upon is the chicken. The chicken was cackling and digging, and she said, excuse me, Mr. Mouse. It seems to be that this is a big problem for you, but it does not hurt nor affect me at all. Continuing on in his panic and wanting some understanding and some empathy, the rodent went to the lamb and says the same thing. There's a mousetrap in the house. There's a mousetrap in the house. The lamb's response was similar to that of the chicken. Well, excuse me, Mr. Mouse. That sounds like a me thing, not a we thing. It doesn't concern me. However, I will pray for you. The mouse went to the cow and again cried, there's a mousetrap in the house. And the cow just looked with a blank stare. And the cow said, but am I in danger, Mr. Mouse? I think not. Feeling discounted, discouraged, demeaned, and defeated, the mouse returned to the house to face the farmer's mousetrap alone. That night, a great noise was heard like that of the mousetrap catching its victim. The farmer's wife ran to see what she had caught, and in the dark she did not see that the mousetrap caught the tail of a poisonous snake. The speedy snake bit the woman. The farmer immediately took her to the hospital because she came down with a high fever. The farmer, to take care of his wife, would prepare a nutritious soup. So he grabbed a butcher's knife and went to find the main ingredient, the chicken. Unfortunately, after a while, the woman did not get better. She remained sick and in bed, and the farmer took care of her, and friends and neighbors came daily to visit them. The farmer was touched by the compassion of his neighbors, so the farmer provided food for his wife's visitors. The farmer had to go out and find the lamb and kill the lamb to prepare a nice meal to feed those showing compassion for his wife. However, after a long battle... The woman did not get better. She died. The farmer was now suffering greatly, having to afford a funeral and mourn the loss of his helper, his partner, his wife. He hadn't been working for a while and had not had the help of his wife as he cared for his sick and dying wife. So things were in decay and disorderly at the farm. So now this is at expense of a cost of a funeral. And in order to cover the funeral expenses, the farmer had to sell the cow to the slaughterhouse. There's a mousetrap in our house. There's a mousetrap in our house. The next time someone tells you about their problem and you think it doesn't affect you because it's not your problem and you don't pay attention to, to it, think twice. He who doesn't live to serve doesn't serve to live. The world is not going badly, ladies and gentlemen, because of the wickedness of the bad, but because of the apathy of the good. That sounds like a me problem and not a we problem. That is the most non-compassionate thing you could say to someone who's struggling. We need to have more we problems and less me problems to focus on. So when someone needs you, whether that be some understanding 
some resources, some encouragement, or some empathy for their trauma, for their drama, for their problems. Give them your hand. Give them your ear. Give them your time or give them a word of encouragement. You see, what the world needs now is understanding, mercy, and grace. If that is what we need, that is what we should be giving out. Too many people are marching for this generalization called justice. The lying cry is no justice, no peace. I wish it were that simple. There is no justice on this side of eternity. Most of those who cry out no justice, no peace won't answer their own door when justice comes a-knocking. God says, I will treat you the way you treat others. Instead of demanding justice, what about giving mercy, grace, and understanding? If not you, then who? If not now, then when? May you never lack empathy nor misunderstanding. In the famous words of Martin E. Moeller, first they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there's no one left to speak for me. Remember, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.